We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Anthony Haney, I hope you're driving in. I hope you're listening to this, brother. Because if you get on today, it will be your last day in this show. And I can tell you that right now. 301-230-0980 is the number. And uh, you can tell we get close to a game. It's the Football Friday. Shout out to all the high school coaches, parents, volunteers, administrators, and, of course, the band. All y'all to be out there, and especially the tuba player. You got to It's kind of unfair. No, he's a player. You, tuba you, the you play tuba? At middle school, I played the tuba. Okay, good for you. I'm impressed. You're big enough to carry that thing. <laughs> I feel so. I'm little people trying to carry that. We got to hit it up. We got a couple of open lines, and I don't like open lines. This gentleman that's coming up is uh, one of my dear friends. I had the pleasure of working with this, this brother, and he is a brother. He made it out alive? Oh, he's a brother. No, I made it out alive because he's sick. You're <laughs> seriously sick. Dan Miller, the voice of the Detroit Lions, of course, a if you want to talk puck, there's nobody better to talk hockey with. Yeah, his one of his main passions is Dan Miller. And uh <laughs> Hey Freak, how you doing? My man, how are you? It's good to have your voice on the line, man. This reminds me of old days. I'm it gave me a project over here. Chris Kennard said, Look, I need you to help me. We got a young talented guy that needs to be trained. Properly, and you know, you really the only guy that can can do that. So I got a project that's unbelievable uh, on my hands right now. But he got a lot of promise, Dan. You'd like him. You'd like him. But you know, he's uh, 24 years old. Need I say any more? Oh, that's a little young for some of the stuff we used to do back in the day. Ah, <laughs> hey, Dan, go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll bring him along slow, Doc. Yeah, we don't yeah. Want to shock him early in his career. He'll end up a banker. Yeah, no question. He'll get out of the business. That's what happens here. If you get out of this, you don't go back in. Look, you guys, Hard Knocks, it was great to hear you hear your voice every week. The one thing about here's the good news and bad news. If you own Hard Knocks, that means you was damn near in last place. And But yet, I watched you guys train. It didn't look like what I was witnessing here every day. But the bottom line is that you're 0-1. And these guys yeah. will want to know. So that's yeah. all that really matters. But what's your gut tell you about your Lions? Well, I think they're better, um, you know. And but Doc, the question is, what does better mean? They won three games last year. Does better mean five? Does better mean seven? Does better mean you're playing relevant games in December? Because teams go worse to first, and teams do go and make 
seven-game jumps in this league. So it's certainly possible. Um, look, I, I just there's some questions that have to be answered before I can really have a feel for this team. I will tell you, the offense is good. Now, that being said, man, our offensive line is beat up. I mean, stuff we didn't see coming this week when Decker didn't practice and Ragnow didn't practice and Jonah Jackson didn't practice. That's two first-round picks and a pro bowler. Decker came back. Ragnow and Jackson still don't know what their status is going to be for Sunday. So you could be looking at a defensive line with three second-string players, center, left guard, right guard, against Washington, where you got the middle of that defensive line with those two big horses. So that's going to be a real challenge for them. But, you know, to your, to your original question, look, better. Move it in the right direction. It's a rebuild. And, and sometimes you forget that. But at the same time, you know, all the good feeling, all the close losses, all the, you know, these guys are, you know, full of fight and stuff like that. gets kind of old after a while if you're not winning. And I know that's the one thing Dan Campbell has really stressed is this Philadelphia game was just another one where you had a chance at the end and you didn't get it done. They need to learn how to close out these games. Definitely. Dan, you guys are special offensively. I'll, I'll say it right now. The, the, everybody you talk to in you guys' market rave about the weapons you guys have offensively. But the, the thing that makes it go, I feel like, is the running back, DeAndre Swift. I mean, he had a hell of a week one. Five carries of 10 or more yards. I mean, you guys are running counter. You're running trap. Just beating people up up front. How does DeAndre Swift make it all go, though? Well, because he's just so explosive. And he can turn four into 40 by making one guy miss. Yeah. I mean, that's just what he does. That's why they drafted him. Um, you know, problem is he's been hurt all week. Now he's out there today taking limited work. I don't know if he's playing on Sunday and I don't even know if the coaches know at this point because they want to see how he reacts today. And that'll go into tomorrow to see how the ankle reacts. So that could be problematic as well. And to your point, yeah, look, there's a lot of weapons on this offense. When you look at this offense compared to last year, it's night and day. And they're excited about, the fact that Jamison Williams is going to be here at some point as well, their other first-round pick. But, again, the heart of this team is that offensive line. Yeah. And it's, it may not look anything like they envisioned it looking uh, on Sunday. So, but you know what? Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. You just got to go out there and play. And they lost their right guard the first week before the first game, and, and – Logan Stenberg stepped in and did a nice job last week, had, had a couple penalties early, and then kind of got his feet under him and played okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm real interested to see what the offense looks like this week because, like I said, you could have a real shuffle up front. But that being said, it is the strength of the team. It has to be the strength of the team because the defense, based on what we saw last year and based on what we saw in week one, still has a ways to go. The voice of the Detroit Lions, Dan Miller, of course, my former partner and colleague um, here on 985, 70, everything you can think of here in the area. Dan, of course, uh, the pride of Flint Hill. Okay. I mean, Hoopster. I mean, you know, badass. He, don't get him going yet. <laughs> and, of course, when you can win and be on a team with Castleberry and win, then you know you're really carrying some dead weight. Let me just say this about – your quarterback. He, he, I mean, nobody has anything good to say. This dude has won a lot of games and been in bigger games than most around him. I like him a lot, and I'm frightened well, about him for this week as to why I hope we're able to get after him because golf is one of those guys that I think took some cheap shots, 
but still seems like he can actually get better. Well, last year was, I think, a shock to him in many respects. He gets dumped by L.A. L.A. starts the season red hot and rolling, and the quarterback he got traded for is the MVP of the league through the first eight weeks. And the Lions haven't won a game through the first eight weeks. The receivers they thought they were going to have coming out of training camp didn't even make it to the second game. And they were just really stringing things together with guys off the street at wide receiver and injuries and just a lot of problems. And then Amon Ross started to come around and they, they signed Josh Reynolds. You could see that all of a sudden his confidence was going up. You look at the last five games last year, 11 touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, 70% completions. He was much, much better. And look, Doc, I think you said it. In, in Detroit, I think we have to respect the fact that this guy's done stuff we've dreamed of. He's won playoff games. He's been to a Super Bowl and played at a high level. And I think he's capable of doing that. I don't think he is elite. I don't think he is one of the top, you know, five, eight quarterbacks in the league. But not many people have those. So you've got to figure out a way to surround your guy with enough talent that you can win with him and win high leverage games with him. And I think they've done a good job of doing that. I think this is a big year for golf. He's got to prove to this organization that he is, in fact, the guy. Because, you know, you can't go into next year not knowing. So I think it's a yes or no year on golf. It's, it's easier to split from him financially uh, after this season. But I believe he can be the guy. And I believe that, you know, the best thing that could happen to this franchise is that he is the guy. Because then you take those two first-round draft choices you have coming up next year and you build that defense better and not have to use a bunch of assets on getting yourself a new quarterback. So, look, I think there's a lot of parallels between Wentz and Goff, and both of these guys have played at an MVP level in this league and played at a high level, but, you know, they've both been up and down. Now it's they're, they're both getting an opportunity to show what they can do. Dan, when you look at Washington and what type of threat they pose offensively, obviously you guys gave up 38 in the opener. As far as the matchup with Washington, what scares you about this commander's offense, and what do you think Detroit's got to be ready for? Well, it starts with with Gibson. I mean, just he's a stud. He, he runs hard, and the Lions have had trouble stopping the run. And if you're not stopping the run, that opens everything up for Wentz. So it starts with finding some way to slow him down and finish plays, which they didn't do last week. Um, and from there, I mean, look, you're talking about a quarterback that can sling it, and you're talking about a team that has three receivers that can take the ball, make a guy miss, and go a long way. So there's all the weapons that you could possibly need to scare a team coming uh, with Washington to Detroit and scare a defense that was at, at or near the bottom of the league in most every categories last year and through one week is at or near the bottom of every category this year. So – Look, the Lions have to show what they are defensively. Are you better? Because it didn't look better against Philadelphia. Now, you had some young guys that looked like they were revved up, overrunning plays and things like that. Maybe it slows down for them this week. And Hutchinson and, and some of those guys start making plays. But what scares you? Look, with the defense that the Lions had last year, and I'm not trying to be flip here, everybody scares you. Because everybody went up against the Lions and would find a way to have a day. So you, you've got to just figure, you, number one, the talent is there. Number two, 
your first concern is yourself and being better. But there, there's plenty on the other side that you got to concern yourself with. What will the stadium be like? Um, we understand it was sold out. That's yeah. got to make you feel good. I mean, you've had to broadcast some games that seriously you wouldn't want an enemy to have to have that assignment. <laughs> and yet now it seems like the people in Motor City, I mean, the Wolverines beat the Buckeyes. So there seems to be like an upward swing right now of football optimism. What do you? What will our people anticipate when they invade the Motor City? It won't be as packed as it was in week one. Um, I would imagine you'll have somewhere mid to high 50s. It holds 65. Um, look, people here are excited by Dan Campbell. He's very charismatic. You guys, anybody that watched Hard Knocks saw him, saw Aaron Glenn, saw Deuce Staley. They jump off the screen at you. That's the way they are in person. That's the way they are every day. And people here are excited by what they think the potential is. But there's also an element of, okay, you, you got to show us before we buy all the way back in and buy your tickets and do those things. I mean, look, the opener was great. It was electric in there. I haven't seen that building like that in quite some time. Um, but I think going forward, it's incumbent upon this team to draw the fans back out again, show them there's a reason to come, win some games, you know, play like you're, you're on the way to something. And I think these fans – are just ready to go. Look, it's easy to sit home and watch a 65-inch television. It's easy to sit home and not pay 40 or 50 bucks to park and $12 for a beer and, and drop, you know, a couple hundred bucks easy just to go to a game. So you've got to give people a reason to do that. And, and I think this organization understands that. And once they do, there's no doubt in my mind that thing will be packed every week. But it, it, it's really on them to re-engage these fans. And, and like I said, I, I think it'll be a, a really nice building on Sunday. It won't be like it was for the opener. But I think the team understands that if they want to get back to that, it's on them. Yeah, we're going to do the same thing here in Washington, Dan. I know we had a good crowd Sunday. Wasn't sold out. But, man, the, the, the challenge and struggle of trying to rebuild a culture. <laughs> I mean, it, it's such a tall task, especially with teams like you know, Washington and Detroit that haven't been successful in the 2000s. I want to ask you this, though, Dan. Defensively, you know, a lot of people hard on, on this Detroit Lions defense, but it's not for the lack of effort, I would say, Dan. The defensive coordinator is as aggressive as anybody in the National Football League. Detroit blitzed more than anybody in the league in week one. Why were they having such issues getting home on Jalen Hurts, and do you think Carson Wentz is an easier task for them? You know, I, I will say this. Um, how to put it, they got in the home, but they couldn't find the jewelry. Okay. Okay. They, right. they got there, but he was a ghost. I mean, it, it really was an incredible effort by Jalen hurts. Jalen hurts won that game for Philadelphia. I mean, AJ Brown was really good too, but Jalen hurts won that game. If you go back and watch, it was Scramble after scramble after scramble, sometimes running it, sometimes dumping it off, sometimes throwing it downfield. But I, I do think there were some things to be optimistic about in their defensive effort in week one, despite what the numbers look like, because they were in position to make plays. They just didn't finish. Now, sometimes that's just because, you know, Hurts, while there are questions about him as a quarterback, he does have the unique skill of being elusive and making people miss. And, and the Lions just didn't deal with that well at all. And that was a big problem. Look, 
I, I think everybody here loves Aaron Glenn. I think everybody here, the, the players that, that put the helmets on, believe in Aaron Glenn. But it, it's it's about results. And he said this at the beginning of training camp. He said, look, training wheels are off. The, the honeymoon is over. It's time for results. And that's what they're looking for. And, you know, we're, we're one game in. There's a long way to go, and a lot of it has to be written. And you are dealing with new players and young players and things like that. So you're looking for an upward trajectory. But – it's it's been a while since this team had a defense that that they could really lean on. Well, the one thing, brother, is that you don't want to be on hard knocks again next year. So that's right. that's, that's, that's the we goal. We don't want to be there, and we don't want to be coaching the Senior Bowl again. That's right. No, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Well, brother Miller, uh, we wish you nothing but the best of luck to follow in week, and uh, give my love to your family. Same. Love you, man. Great talking to you guys. Appreciate it. Love you back. That's my brother right there, Dan Miller the voice of Detroit. And, um, you know, when you grew up here, he bled burgundy and gold. I mean, that's hard. It's hard. So, he's, when you, so he originally, so oh, he Oh, no, he, he, he's okay. straight up burgundy and gold till his blood runs cold. I love it. Yeah, he's, he's a trooper. But you got to go feed your family. 100%. And that's what you got to do. And when they don't put you in the market, then you got to go out and, and build your own empire, which he's done. But uh, it'll be fun. And I, and I, you know, if I were there – I'd be with him. We'd have dinner. You know, the thing, every time you go there, go by the crib, and they got some spots in Detroit, good food, and we go and have a frosty beverage. Well, this is what we were talking about yesterday. We were talking about golf, and I said, man, the boy is probably going through a culture shock. He comes from L.A. He's been a Cali kid his whole life, and now he's in Detroit? <laughs> hey, man, you they have country clubs almost everywhere in the world. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a time and place for it. We do appreciate your patience. We're going to get a couple of people online before we get to break. And let's start with Roy. Roy on line one. Welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. Hey, gentlemen. Awesome show as always. Oh, man. Um, I think it's just mind-blowing that, you know, the linebacker room is the, the worst room on the team <laughs> And both of the coaches are linebackers. That'd be like if Chris Cooley was the coach and our tight end sucked. He'd be like, well, wait a minute. How's that even possible? Hey, Roy, that so was closer like, to happening than you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just wild to me that, you know, you always hear people, like when people like myself try to give opinions, like, well, you didn't play the game. You couldn't understand. And then you guys like Belichick own everyone for like 20 years. And um, But I, I just don't know, like, you know, either Rivera maybe isn't, uh, very good at drafting. I mean, it's pretty easy not to miss on a top two pick when you're that bad to where you get, you know, someone that you definitely are, are going to get results out of. But um, they haven't had, I think it was Paulie saying, like, you know, they've had four or five different guys that they haven't been able to make work. And then how many times in the last two to three years have you heard, like, miscommunication on the back end? It's like, well, whose job is it to make – yeah, like whose job? Like, are they talking in Navajo code and they haven't figured out Morse code back there? Like, what is what is so difficult about eleven on eleven football for these guys? And when you know, so how and like Doc says, who do they report to after a while? So it's like if yeah. you're not going to bench the player, yeah. or you're not going to bench him, or you you overshot on on your talent evaluation, are you going to change the staff that's in control of that stuff, or are you going to change the players that are on the field? Because it's just like the buck is just passing around in like this crazy loop and nothing's improving. So it's like, what's, what's going to get done about it? It just blows my mind. Boy, you're awesome. Roy, that, that may be one of the better calls I've ever received. Yeah. And a guy who gets it, evaluate 
They want to make it sound like we're the problem. And I just laugh at it all the time. I go, in life, if you don't have anybody to answer to and you're not self-motivated, then what? I mean, S- this is so simple S-O-L, to me. SOL, as I like to say. Yeah, but they're undefeated. So they deserve the benefit of the doubt. That's the benefit of winning. When you win, like Belichick, for years people have been saying, he don't know how to take receivers. He's terrible in it. He all these things. What's his record? So he gets away with it. Yeah. Now, when they don't win, people are now eating. Got defensive guy, coach. Oh, first of all, every great defensive guy understands offense. Better. <laughs> and every great offensive guy should understand defense. Exactly. They should be able to flip-flop without any problem whatsoever. And here's another thing. You don't have to have played to understand football. Yep. Dick Tomey is one of the best coaches I've ever been around. God rest his soul. He ran the Desert Storm, University of Arizona head coach. He was at UCLA on a roles on a championship team. The guy recruited me. I did not know. He he was a baseball guy. And Dick Tomey, his daughter's in Bethesda, and he's got a grandson. And I'd meet look, this dude was the best. Never played football. You can, nope. If your brain is functional, now I'm not saying this works for everybody because some of you own limited time, <laughs> brain-wise. <laughs> but you can adapt and study and learn anything. It's a exactly. discipline that can be learned. So let's get off that crap because we got a lot of former players that are terrible. who can't count to five, okay, <laughs> in football terms. If you played, you damn sure don't look like it. Yeah. I can't see nothing that tells me that you had anything to do with the game based on how you run it. I'm, I'm, I am across the league. It's just to me, it's amazing. Pressure bus pipes, Doc Walker. When we come back, mm-hmm. we'll talk about the commanders that have the most pressure on them heading into week two against the Detroit oh, Lions. Where's Dios, Bones at? I, he's been on the line, man. I need to hear from him. Well, he better step up. <laughs> Somebody needs to step up. We'll tell you who on the other side of this break. The DOC, Rick Doc Walker, and Linnell Willingham here with you on Burgundy and Gold today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I hope that Haney kid, I hope you're in your car. Yeah, I'm talking straight to you. If you're rolling up in this joint because the door is locked. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. DOC with you, Doc Walker, and of course, Linnell Willingham, who is graduated. You know, I listen to y'all, and I put the question out. Should we get rid of it? <laughs> and you guys said no. You said, by all means, he deserves another chance. And I listen to you. I listen to the people. I went to Matt. Matt, what you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down. He said thumbs up. 
So, Linnell, congratulations. You uh, you made it through another week. You'll be on probation every week. All right, look. Yeah. I wrote my best under pressure. Well, we'll see. We'll see. A lot of people say that, and it's the last words they say. <laughs> That's the last words they say. 301-230-0980 is the number. Bonesy. Welcome to the team. Doc Walker, my main man, and Linnell, the mad scientist, man. Thanks for taking my call, man. <laughs> hey, Doc, you know, man, there was some sound stuff, man, that uh, Jack Del Rio did, you know, uh, putting my brother on the spot like that, man, you know. I disagree, but, uh, but we could, anyway, we can agree to disagree. Man. Hey, Bo, yeah, let me ask you something. You made it plain and simple. Let me ask you something, Bones. Yeah. Do you want to win or do you just want to have a team? I want to win, man. Well, then you got to take some tough, tough things. Then you got to, then you got to bite down yeah. on a nail sometimes and say, you know what? Not only, only Jack's only problem I had with Jack is that he should have said most of us on defense were above average, yeah. average at best. That's what he should have said, in my right. opinion. He yeah. wasn't alone. See, right. he made he it sound like that kid was the Lone Ranger. Okay, no, there are a lot and of people could have gone in that. Yeah. yeah. That's my point right there. You know, he should have called out William Jackson for not making tackles, running, you know, handing out mail and all that type of yeah. stuff. Yeah, because Jack's not the linebacker out, coach. Uh, Jack's the coordinator. Yeah. So he could have spoke about all three levels. He could have spoke about a lot, but he chose not to. So he went at this game. You know yeah. what? For the check that they given that kid, he could evaluate me too. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Yeah, that's what happens. Right, when you play on the big level yeah, and you get paid like that, it, 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 you, sometimes you have to deal with that. You ever seen a drill sergeant getting his platoon ready? You ever heard what he says to him? Have you ever heard oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, All right. So yeah, get over yeah, it. Man up. Because you know what he's doing? He's preparing those kids for battle. It, you know, they're not going to do romper room. They're not going to build an electric set. It's not a video game he's getting them ready for. He's getting him ready for hand-to-hand combat. This is my thing, though. This is my thing. Okay. Do it to everybody. I'm an equal opportunity employer. I want everybody to be evaluated that I way. agree with you. If, if you're going to talk to one cat that way, talk to everybody No, he's not the linebacker way. coach. He's the coordinator. So, he so do everybody. That's my, I'm with you. No, I agree. We don't argue that. I always said, man, look, I'm a man first. That's with no this question. entire situation. No question. Because now I feel like you're, you're attacking somebody's manhood. Well, you know, and I, again, I said, I said it how it was. Now, now Jamin's got to answer questions at his locker. Yeah, well, I'm sure Jamin wants to go get treatment. I'm sure Jamin wants to go get something to eat. James, James, I mean, come he on. saw the film. You're better off just seeing it. Not every every game's not is not your best game. Like, you know, if you're a pro, hey man, sometimes the, the 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 cat the other guy wins. It's part of the process. But for that kind of money, criticize the hell out of me. Oh, you can do whatever you want. No, criticize the hell out of me. You can stuff me in a locker. You can rip my jersey apart. Do whatever you want. Yeah, I got to tell you what's even worse, not being coached. It don't seem like he's being coached either. Well, no, maybe maybe I think he is being coached. Because Jack made it very clear that based on what he had seen before, he liked it. He was surprised that he didn't get the desired results. I told you, him and Ron Rivera having a pissing contest. Well, that's obvious. We were both out there no, in practice. No, what, they got, there's a what disconnect. What the hell are you learning about this team in there's practice? A, there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect. A man fixed. got fired under your staff that I'm not sure you even knew about. He got to the podium and acted like No, but that's what I think him. happened. My opinion, so Ron, Ron did Ron, and that's what happens when you're the head coach. Ron don't have to answer to him. Ron doesn't have to answer to anybody. That's the problem, Doc. He's doing it and doing you all a favor when he goes to the podium. 
what if our what if our government was ran this way and we didn't have checks and balances in government? That's how I look at it. That's a joke, right? <laughs> yeah, you you being funny? Okay, no, yeah, right. I was. I, was. All right, but I look, know you. That's a good one. But look, you, hey, <laughs> Matthew, did you hear what he just said? <laughs> See, I'm trying, you know I'm trying you to work on my people, afterlife. You Wild comparison people. there. Yeah, I know young people. The first thing thought of was he smoking weed? <laughs> <laughs> Cause y'all, you young people, like y'all hang out with G. I might have been hanging with G, with G from the shop. G from the shop. That's the first thing that came out of my mind. I said, "Lamel, did he just say what I think he said?" <laughs> oh my God, they could use us on it, but that's a whole topic for another show. I don't need that right now because I'm going into game weekend. Let's get into the meat of it then. Yeah, let's do it. I want to find out mm-hmm. who has the most pressure on them heading into Week Two against Detroit. Team nine eighty listener lines wide open three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Who has the most pressure on them going into week two against Detroit? Six-point win Sunday against Jacksonville. I've said it all week. You were punching below your weight class. Now you got a team that's going to punch back. I'll start it off here, man. It's on the quarterback. Every week we ask this question, it will be Carson Wentz. You to put you, together a good performance to in you week one. To you is Carson Wentz. Look, so you saying Wentz. I'm writing this down. You put, you put a good performance together in week one. It's about can you capitalize off of that? Can you build? Is there consistency? Are you who we thought you were? Well, here's what my thing is that um, Rouye, to me, is the guy under my spotlight. Okay. Because we got people getting dump trucked. <laughs> okay. And if that happens, that tells me his ankle is not what I hoped it would be. It's another issue. So he's wounded. Okay. Well, if he's wounded, then my right guard, Swite, he's wounded. And I'm thinking to myself, uh-oh, uh, Sadiq. From what I could tell, and I've watched the game twice now, and Sadiq Charles played better in preseason. I've seen him better at the left side. Maybe he didn't like the right. For whatever reason, I thought Turner bailed everybody out. No, the but fact play that caller, he yeah. could come out. The Trey, no, excuse oh, me, my, my bad, Trey my bad. Turner. Trey Turner, right guard. I thought he bailed everybody out. Now, that's his first live bullets in a minute, so I don't know how his body is now because right. I haven't seen him. So I'm concerned about our interior up front because I think we're thin. And if they have a bull, right now people are going to just line up on it and bull rush you. They're going to collapse that pocket. And if you saw Carson when he ran on two occasions, let's keep him in the pocket. Yeah. Because that dude I saw three or four years ago, that dude gone. That ain't the same guy now. He's a ghost. So so that, that part of his game is in reserve. So you got to protect him. He'll stay in that pocket. He's fine. Nobody's perfect. He won a ball game that he can play better, and I believe he will. But my concern is the interior of that line, and can we get a run game going to where we can gut the Lions while they're still figuring things out? Let's go in and steal one and get out of there. And Dan Miller hit it right on the head. Jalen Hurts single-handedly won that football for Dude, I watched it. It's amazing. He's amazing. The amount of pressure. Our guy can't run like that. That's what I'm telling you. Exactly. Our guy's body is not that no more. So you're not going to get that. It'd be different if, if we were playing a guy had – no, no, we don't. So we got to do it our way. And what I'm telling you right now, based on what I saw, I've never seen Norwell, same through. You know I love you, Neanderthal. Dude, <laughs> we got guy. We, we got – they were – Pancaking people. They were, people they were – let me tell you something. If Jacksonville doesn't win six or seven games, I might offer to take you out to dinner. That's how <laughs> confident I am on them. Man, they got some grown-ass men. They was dump-trucking people. They're just not a good team yet. Exactly. But they almost won on the road. Figuring it out. And I think okay. that's the tall tale sign of maturity for a young team. That's why I said 
you're punching in your weight class this week. This isn't a young. This isn't a young Detroit Lions team. No, that's true. They got veterans on this squad. They got a veteran quarterback. Yeah. But I like what you said about Chase Rulia, and I'll go a little bit more into detail about the interior. Okay. I gave you the nugget when Dan Miller was on. Mm-hmm. Detroit blitzed more than any other team in Week One, mm-hmm. and they didn't. They only got home once because it's yeah. Jalen Hurts. Right. Like you said, Carson Wentz is no Jalen Hurts. No, no, no. That, you don't need to flash back to 2017. He's a rifleman. He's a rifleman, exactly. and I love what he did. All I'm telling you is that. Then 24, we're going to have to protect, pass protect much better. I thought he or, did okay. No, he did. No, he's capable of doing everything. Right. But you need a dog in there. You can't just close your eyes. Uh uh-uh, uh, that don't work. I like when McKissick, McKissick is, in there, is a dog. Time. Yeah. Boy, no he's straight K9. And I'll tell you what, my guy didn't get to play at running back, but I'm hopefully yeah. hopeful. He got about two. Th- I know what you mean, though. He didn't get a, a, the volume yeah, of, of snaps that you yeah. would have wanted. No, he I played about yeah. two, three snaps. Yeah, and that ain't it. Yeah, I need thirteen carries, Williams. I mean, I'm talking about Williams. Now, I know who you're talking about. Okay, I need at least twelve carries. Look, the way Detroit looks stopping the run against Philadelphia, I think they're going to have plenty of opportunity to capitalize in the running game. Yeah, Bones. I believe Bones brought up Antonio Gibson, or it was Dan Miller that said, well, "I asked him." I said, Dan, what 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 guy on Washington offensively gives oh, you scary. the most fear? Oh yeah, Antonio Gibson and what he what he did, and the thing that I love about it is when a guy is able to overcome adversity, that lets me know, hey, he's got the right mental makeup to roll with me. I, he, I'll, no, go, I'll go in an alley with Gibson. He, any day of Gibson the week. is a champion. He just got to finish. Yep. And what he does well, he's among the best in the world. Coming out, like, Belichick has won Super Bowls throwing the backs. Yep. It's a matchup. Pro- it's a matchup. Look, what we're talking about, our linebackers, we do it to other people too. I love it. We don't have nobody can cover nobody. Well, neither do most people. Nobody can cover 24. I love how they used him. Because oh, everyone wants bad. to talk about him as a runner. Him as a pass catcher is just as dynamic. And he's I think a football right now, player. Football player. That's the perfect way football to put player. it. Hey, let's, let's go to line right now. Got a lot of people. Back in line, let's go to Rodney in the district on three. money that these people are making, man, and they should be coached accordingly. I mean, who cares that he that he singled him out? To answer your question, the entire team has the most pressure. This team has been trash for years. Hold on, Rodney. Rodney, 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 Rodney. Hold on, Rodney. Excellent. Hold on, Rodney. Where, I like you, Rodney. Where, where you work at, Rodney? If you don't mind me asking. I work for state, I work I work for the government. So if the if if the, if the head of the government came four, down, hold on, hold on, Rodney. If the head of the government came down and called you out in front of the entire United States, how would you feel? Slim, I ain't on that level. If I look, I don't make enough money to say nothing about my see, mouth. See, and, and that's why you got it wrong. It don't got nothing to do it with the size to do of the paycheck. Money, man. It, it has nothing to do, to do with the size of the paycheck. That's right. I always say, man, I'm a man first. I'm a man first. Hold on. I don't think he disrespected him in any kind of way. He just said the man need to play better. Right. What's wrong with that? Nothing. We live in this. Live in this participatory trophy era. You're right. And you got to coddle these youngins. You're right. Hey, Rodney, me and you cut from the same cloth. You're right. I ain't mad at you about that at all. I don't, I'm not calling, I mean, that's a problem because this, man, I bet you if you go, you know something, Matthew, if we go to Linnell, if we go to his bedroom at his house, I bet you got about 50 trophies. I bet you got about 50 trophies. Man, because I was all world. He there got wasn't plaques. no participation. He got stuff all over all over his room. That's what we did. Society, we did these poor people an injustice, making them think they could win, that everything they do works, that they're never wrong, 
that you can't raise your voice at them, that you got to put them in timeout instead of tan they behind up. Let's go to Rick AZ on two. Welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. Hey, what's up, Doc? How you doing? Talk to me. Uh, so uh, I, I think uh, the most pressure is going to be on that defensive line. Man. We got to get after the quarterback. Then uh, who was it, Jack or Ron said we're going to stop the run on the way to the quarterback. Well, they better do one on Sunday. <laughs> they better get one job done. That's good you know stuff, I mean? man. I like and that. I agree. As for, as for Jamin Davis, I mean, what, what, are these guys Care Bears? Where are they? You can't say nothing bad to them. Coach them up. Let them get them out there. Call them out and let them see what they do on the field. You got to call these guys out, man. My whole I agree with you, with man. It's all not, these millennials. It's not that you can't talk these to the babies. You got to be careful about what you say, but what you don't look, say. Really listen to me for, for for a second here. Now you've now created a distraction. I've not created anything. What are we talking about? I've not, not created anything. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking okay. about Jack. Oh well, Jack. You know, look at the distraction Jack. that you've created. Because what the hell are we all talking about right now? It's Friday before a game, and we're talking about Jamin Davis, and we're talking about guys getting called out in the media. Well, I mean, the hell with that. Who really cares? What's that doing to help us beat Detroit? I, I agree. I it's agree. a waste of time. Yeah, I But agree. my thing is I'm tired of the self-inflicted wounds. He said the stupid stuff he said in January about the Capitol. He can't take his foot out of his mouth, and that's his problem. He talked too damn much. Well, why is the man's opinion stupid? Can it just be his opinion? If it's stupid, I'm going to tell you it's stupid. Well, it's stupid in your opinion. You're right, and that's the beauty about it. It's an yeah, opinion. It's your, your opinion. It's an opinion. Jack Del Rio has the right as an American to say whatever's on his mind based on what he's clearly he is he clueless. is clearly, clearly clueless. No, he's clearly not waiting for your approval. I mean, he don't give a damn what you think. He'd be in a hospice waiting yeah, for my approval. No, he don't give a damn of what you think. He's in charge of his unit. Nate, welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's going on, man? Uh, ain't not much. Um, I'm gonna say uh I don't. I don't really have a problem with with Jack Del Rio, you know, saying that um, that Jamin Davis has to play better. But um, at the same time, when I'm when I'm looking at at Jack Del Rio say that, and you know, like like Linnell say, you know, you 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 putting them out there in front of everybody, which is fine because you're the coordinator, you can do that. But then me as the fan, I'm looking at you, Jack, saying, okay, well you putting him out there, but why did you have him on Christian Kirk? Exactly. Like, if you're going to call me Hello. out, put yourself out there, too. Hello. And this is what, yeah, if man. I'm not playing my – huh? Go ahead. No, I'm saying, if I'm not – I understand if I'm not playing my best, if you put me in the best position every time and I'm not playing my best, I get it. But if you put me outside of uh, – out, um, if you put me in the wrong position, you put me up a guy who you know I, I, I can't check and all this, and then you're going to come outside and play good, well, you put me in those positions. Thank you. If I give Big That's Tony, thank you, appreciate it. If I give Big Tony a crossword puzzle, <laughs> that's that's bad that's on me. That's terrible. A, a okay, right? Product, right? That's like me giving Tony. I hey, Big Tony. Here's a crossword puzzle. <laughs> you figure that out. That's that's really unfair of me to do him that way. And that's what you were saying. I got to give him a video game, okay, or something, a children's book. Or something for him to read. Coloring book. Coloring book. You know? That's it. I give Big Tony a coloring book, okay? That, that's my problem, though. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> no, Jack and by check. the numbers. Tony's got to be by the numbers. Hey. Jack can check Jamin, but who's checking Jack? There you go. That's Nobody. my issue. Nobody. We're to take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll continue to take your calls. Who's got the most pressure on them? 
heading into week two against the Detroit Lions. Youngest in charge mover, Linnell Willingham in the DOC. Rick Doc Walker here with you on Burgundy and Gold today. I want Anthony to keep hearing this. Because <laughs> as he drives in here, I want him I want him boiling. Is he going to come in here and change it and put that elevated music on? Not going to happen. <laughs> Toothpick, an original baller on six. Welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. Hey, Doc. What's up, Linnell? What's going Listen, on, man? Doc, you, said it, you said it a long time ago. They brought back the whole coaching staff. They, they do have continuity, no change. But also, with that being said, mm-hmm. Ron Rivera probably walking into his coordinator's office and telling them, I need to see something better. And he said it in the press conference. We cannot put him in positions to be covering a wide receiver. So, Jack Del Rio is being checked, and he got checked in the media. So, now he's checking Jamin Davis in the media because, hey, you got to do what we actually do. It took him – so long to get Landon Collins down in the box last year. That was and ridiculous. he's not waiting six or seven games to, to get Landon in the box or get Jamin to do what Jamin need to do. So, you know, they say it rolls downhill, right? Think back Sunday, Ron Rivera said he didn't like, like him being that way. So now they got to put him in better positions to do what Jamin does best, which is cause havoc, use that speed. How about we put him on a running back in situations like that instead of a wide receiver? So Jack has been put on notice. He's putting Jamin on notice. Notice it's all coming downhill the way it's supposed to. Thanks for taking my call. Love that. Yeah, I'll say this. Look, they tried to put him on a running back. Trevor Lawrence just missed the pass. ETM was wide open. Oh, yeah. So ETM is a freak. Coverage is not his thing. It's not, and it's not, it's, up, it's it's not, nothing wrong it's not with everybody's that strength. Exactly. You it's, find people, but again, the player has to take some responsibility. Go I tackle agree. him. I agree. I'm going to get fined. Not going to get burnt. That's out. Exactly. And then when the coach come over to me and say, why'd you grab him? Because I can't cover him. That's why. Would you rather have the band playing right now (laughs) or you a chance to reevaluate what we're going to do? Exactly. But he's a a young man. He probably didn't know that. I mean, you know, can you imagine Jack Del Rio talking to B. Mitch that way? Oh, (laughs) he wouldn't have been able to finish the sentence. He wouldn't be able to finish the sentence. That's my point. I mean, it's it's hilarious. That's my point. Somebody in that locker room got to stand up. For themselves. But you remember what they said was happening last year. They, they was, I mean, this is why Sam Mills ended up getting fired. Jonathan Allen, apparently, last year in a team meeting, stood up and went to bat for an unnamed player. I don't know who the name of the player is. Mm-hmm. Well, they said, why are you so hard on him and not, you don't coach everybody else that way? Mm-hmm. So I always say, Ron well, did that for the players. And I'm glad Toothpick brought this out. Not that I need to be endorsed, because I don't need to be endorsed. I said it in January. You win seven games, you bring everybody back. That's a demerit on you. That te- you telling me then you're pleased with everybody on your side of the ball. Everybody on your staff is coming back. You win seven games. That kicked me in my rear end when that happened. Are you kidding me? It's the definition of insanity. I'm shaking things up, or I'm showing you I'm satisfied. I say you soft as 
pillow as a pillow, if that's what you think. Well, to his credit, he shook it up. Took him a little minute, got rid of a guy. Everybody been hearing the stuff anyway. First of all, there's leaks all over your building. And that's the problem. First thing is that your stuff ain't tight. Exactly. Your shit ain't airtight. So let's do that first. Let's quit BSing ourselves, okay? But this is what happens when nobody has answered anybody. Everybody that don't own something should answer to somebody. And even should be responsible. That, even the one that owns something. Well, you should answer somebody. Everybody's got to answer somebody. And if not, this is what happens. Yep. Lou, welcome to 980. Sweet Lou. What's happening, man? What's going on? How you doing, man? You can't possibly have I'm... asked us what's going on. <laughs> Dog, seriously, I'm, I'm telling you something right now. I tried to be nice last week. Don't call here hey. anymore with all this. You know what's up. You've been listening. You know what we're doing. Get into it because I'm losing dollars. Yes, sir. I'm about, I'm about, I'm about, Thank I'm you. about to get into it. D- Trying to D-O-T get this thing nut, sponsored man. up. There, man. Advertisers right now, they're knocking on the door. How do we get in yeah. here? So you can't hear Lou up here talking about, hey, man, what y'all up to today? For real? <laughs> Come nah, on, nah. Look, look here, man. Look, look here. Look, Jack need to go back to whatever was working at 2020 when we was at the top five defense. Yep. And it seemed like to me right now and, and from, you know, from, you know, from last season, ain't nothing been working. Your, your defense ranked 31st, and you out here talking about – you know this guy can't do this, and you keep that in the locker room, man. Exactly. You talk, you talk, you talk, you talk to the player about it, and if 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 he can't get it done, get somebody else that wants to, you know, Thank get you. the job done. Thank you, Lou. But, is that that hard? But this is what I said. They but they act contest. like they got nobody else in that room. Why did you keep these other guys? Let me see them play. Does your whole room suck? Is that what you're saying? Is this the best you got? That's Clearly. what I'm going. Every coach I go. Man, don't be bitching about a player unless he's the only player in your room. Exactly. Why did you keep Ilford? Eifert, why'd you keep him? Why is anybody else on your team? Cameron Curl went down 22 steps up. He's player of the game. That's how it should be for everybody. That's how it's supposed to be. Yep. I I feel like doing a Lombardi again. (laughs) What in the hell is going on over there? (laughs) Yeah. It's a real-life question, though. But like, like, like Lou said, Man, if you're gonna call out Jamin, look. First of all, let me let me go back to the beginning of where I, where I originally stand on this. I don't have a problem with him having that critique of Jamin Davis. He watched the film just like everybody else does. That's his job to evaluate his guys. My issue is if you've already said it to Jamin in private, what's the point of doing it publicly? Because now you're doing nothing but creating a distraction. I want to do things that help us win. Well, he's putting some heat on it. First of all. Jack's a player. Jack understands everything about this. He's been called out before. He understands it. He must no, feel big that's boy. how you respond. So it's wrong. No, but you know what? You got to get to people in the way you can. If this kid ends up becoming all pro, we're going to come back to this day. And say, oh. And say, hey, Jack Del Rio hit the right buttons. Right. That's what we're going to do. I hope that's the scenario. Tough love. And and not, not you young parents, but parents in my era <laughs> understood what tough love is. Y'all was telling your kids to go to timeout. What the hell do you accomplish putting somebody in a corner and having them sit there and think now, about now, it? Now you got a kid that's mad as hell. He still, mad ain't he do he still don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> Timmy, you go sit over there. Yeah, okay. I'll tell you what, y'all crazy. You bat crazy. Jonesy, welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. See, y'all sitting up there talking about um, 
Jamin Davis and things of that nature. I be, I hope he becomes a fool because a great coach that used to sit on this station used to say, hey, yes, I can come a fool, right. but I can't resurrect a, a corpse. corpse. He's right. not a corpse. You're right. That's what I'm You're trying right. to do right there. Like, that's the case. Because if he become a fool, he's probably on his way to become something great. You understand what I'm saying? See, you yeah, feeling but it. That's who the guy, I, that's the guy I believe that got the most pressure out there on him this week. It's, and they come up and win. Because I see that dude just a few years ago for the right to go to the playoffs. He sent Dallas home and yep. he beat him with a running back and two tight ends on it. Mm. So, with that said, yep. We're going to be all right. And as far as Jack go, man, don't pay him no mind. I mean, he's throwing up all this stuff because he's been gotten on behind closed doors. So just a matter of time on him. We'll be talking about him down the road real soon. Uh-oh. I, I got that feeling. I got that feeling. <laughs> and with that said, fellas, I'm going to holler at y'all on Monday after we get this win. I need to hear from you game, Jonesy. Oh, that's good, Jonesy. Be careful. <laughs> right. Because, look, Monday is either going to go one or two ways. The post game is either gonna go one or two ways. I'm I'm done pulling punches with this group. Yeah, if, if you can't were you tell. ever pulling punches? You keep acting like <laughs> you were pulling punches before. I don't know when you were pulling them. When were you pulling them? I mean, look, at, at first, you know, you're still trying to get your feet wet, trying to figure out what's going on, but now I'm at the point where it's a results driven business. And if we don't get results, man, I don't got nothing else for them. Well, right now, in case you haven't noticed, we're undefeated. Yeah. Okay, so and um Dallas can't say that. Yes. And that's a good thing. You know, we, we, we're one of the teams that right now is fighting for first place. I hope it stays that way the whole season. Well, I breathe the air as long as the air is available. We'll get more into the matchup with the Detroit Lions next on the other side of this break. Bruin, Logan Paulson, the professor, get ready to get us smarter talking ball. we got a full-scale preview of Lions and Commanders next right here on Burgundy and Gold today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.